Tate Chronicles now transmitting. Welcome to the Tate Chronicles on Healthcare Now Radio. And now, here's your host, Jim Tate. Good day, citizens of the free world from border to border, coast to coast, and to all the ships at sea. I bring you a warm welcome. This is your correspondent, Jim Tate, and thank you for tuning in today to the Tate Chronicles. Join me as we cut through the fog that exists at the leading edge of healthcare technology. My guest today is Mr. Todd Hardman. Todd is the founder and CEO of Health Connects. Health Connects has created a platform that really creates novel insights into a patient's status using trusted data. Todd, welcome to the Tate Chronicles. Nice to be here, and thank you for having me, Jim. I appreciate it. You know, Todd, one of the gaps that we know exist in healthcare is the ability of the provider to have a complete picture of the patient's status. Of course, uh, that provider may have a diagnosis, a medication list, and lab results, but there's so much more that's missing from this limited view. Now, of the last few years, we've recognized that uh, information related to the social determinants of health are really recognized as important components of health status. But Health Connects, it seems like you're expanding the view to provide an even more complete picture of the patient. So I'm really looking forward to hear more about your work in this area. And I'll just kind of start off with uh, really square one here, Todd. What motivated you to create Health Connects? Well, thanks for asking. That's that's obviously a very important uh, layer here. What really had me uh, motivated was the recognition uh, many years back that we were still wrangling with the concept of getting just the pertinent information that is needed to help a provider and a patient uh, achieve the outcome that the patient wants to feel better, but at the same time at a cost structure that made sense. Um, Those are challenges still today, and it's not at all a simple concept. But what motivated me was the fact that I knew there were at least a few data elements that if they were provided in a unique way, as an insight, uh, as information that can be immediately used, what we call actionable data, uh, if that could actually occur, then we would have something uh, very powerful that would actually help change the dynamics of the system of care into a much better and into a much better place. So that was really my motivation. And I, when I knew that I had the ingredients, uh, then I was really motivated to get it done. And that's been my mission for the past several years. Well, and so the challenges uh, that this addresses, uh, is it really around the area that a provider, uh, whether it's at the point of care or in reviewing somebody's medical record, uh, doesn't really have a complete view. It's really a kind of a limited view. Is that really the challenge that you are addressing with health, your uh, application at Health Connects? Yeah, that's exactly right, Jim. The the view today, and there's a lot of expressions around the way data is flowing today. Certainly, there's mm-hmm. the aspect of big data. There's the aspect of big analytics um, and all these things that are big and have enormous amounts of information. Um, however, most of that information, albeit quite valuable and will show up in time, they're not really designed to solve point of care or point of patient intervention requirements. 
because there's so much of it. And I think the expression today is that we're all uh, <clears throat> we're, we're, we're swimming in data. We're, we're drowning in data and swimming in information. Uh, all these kinds of things mm. are back and forth. But the, the reality is that none of them are designed to create the exact set of insights that a provider or care uh, interventionist needs to have at the time they're seeing that patient. It's not that they're wrong, it's that they are, there's too much of things. So what we've done is cut that, cut that clutter way down to provide exactly what providers need at the time of care. And those three things work on uh, the, the three primary tenets of our platform, and that is the, the prescription information, that is the social determinant information, and that is the behavioral health information. Those three uh, points of information make up a huge percentage of every person. And if you have just those three into a unique, concise set of insights, you now know what's needed to help that patient go forward. And so really the innovation that you're talking about here is that uh, what's being brought to that uh, decision point or point of care or whatever the provider is looking at, or whether the patient's in front of them or not, uh, is a more expansive view of that patient. Uh, uh, you know, we're so used to, you mentioned big data. I remember a few years ago, that was the giant uh, buzzword, big data. Mm -hmm. But we've found out that just discrete data by itself may not be telling us everything we need to know. There's more things that need to be known about the patient. You know, it's the, the old saying, well, you know, in bankers, they've got a thing in banking, uh, know your customer. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I guess for providers, uh, you know, know your patient or know your patient status is part of this uh, kind of beyond just discrete data. It seems like what you're talking about. Well, that is correct. And there's there's a couple of big drivers here, Jim, that have really uh, pushed uh, this to the tip of the spear. It primarily gets into that, that in patient care today, it's been financially uh, incentivized. And as a financial incentive, that means that now they've been able to compress the patient visit down to less and less and less time. And now it's almost on an average of 10 minutes per patient. Well, there's barely enough time for a doctor to have any meaningful dialogue with the patient to know what's really going on. And in fact, what they're trying to do is to meet the requirement of that patient to get them out of the door, manage that documentation within the EMR, and then have something positive come from it. But the fact is, is that it doesn't allow any time to really get to the essence of what's going on with the patient. So that's problem number one. And therefore, the provider-patient relationship then has subsequently de been deteriorating as well. So what we, we don't espouse to fix every single problem, but what we know we can do in this compressed time is improve the value and the uh, actionability of the right information at that time of care. And that's what our platform is designed to do. And the things that we bring to that point of care are, again, the details on the patient, patient-specific prescription information, not just the drugs, but what's going on with those drugs specifically? Are they adherent, non-adherent? Are they seeing doctors out of network? Are they seeking duplicative medications? And on and on, things that tell the story mm. about why that mm -hmm. patient these are very, very important information sets for a doctor to know, do I even need to prescribe another drug if they're already doing other things that we didn't know about? Well, our system provides the source of truth on that prescription layer.
We also provide the source of truth for the social determinant layer at the patient level. Many social determinant platforms today are doing good things for population sets, but at the patient level here, we look at what's going on with that patient's conditions of life. What are their circumstances of their condition of life that affect how well they take care of themselves because they have big things going on, such as food insecurity or transportation uh, challenges, or mm-hmm. they've been downsized in their job in the in the in the, the the turn of the economy. All of these things and many many more show up on these patient. Uh, 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 details that point to why the patient may be not adherent to their medication. It points to why the patient may have trouble getting to their doctor. It's not that the patient doesn't want to, it's that the fact is there are challenges in their life. And then on the other side of the behavioral layer, this is really going to be the next uh, important understood uh, uh, epidemic in our healthcare system Mental health is no longer a passe point. It is affecting a huge amount of our employer uh, population and the aspect of the employee health. And then as uh, you get into the medical system, uh, so many, so many uh, patients who have concerns don't have the ability to get access because the system is already overworked. And what we do there is provide the behavioral gateway for a patient to actually download their emotions in a digital way in 90 seconds to say really what's going on with their thoughts, their feelings, and their emotions and their moods to say to the doctor, this is how I'm really feeling. Now, when the doctor sees that, they know now what else is going on. If there's depression symptoms, if there's anxiety or loneliness or sadness or other things that are truly affecting how well they treat themselves and their family. This is the whole person care that we've been looking to get to. And our platform is uniquely positioned to provide those unique insights to make that understanding happen at the point of care. You know, Todd, um, uh, just as hearing you talk, um, I kind of have a flashback to uh, another lifetime of mine where I worked in a large pulmonary practice. And sometimes I would bring, this was before we even had the EMR, that we had paper charts. And I'd go in and work up the patient and maybe do their vitals. And then I'd leave a chart on the door uh, for the uh, physician take a quick uh, glimpse of where they actually went in the room. And sometimes the patient would give me information. Now, it may not be the kind of information you're talking about, but it could be information like they had a car wreck last night or they had a close relative that just died or stuff that I wouldn't put in the chart, but I put a post-it note mm-hmm. <laughs> on the beginning of the chart. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, 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 it, it's stuff that's uh, related to what information – that would be helpful to the provider, <clears throat> but wasn't necessarily, and even with the EA, uh, EMR, if I put that in a note there, uh, it it might not be read uh, for, for the provider walked in the room. And so, uh, uh, you know, um, and it's not exactly like the kind of data that you are delivering, but it, it's, it's that model of provide, providing additional documentation beyond just what's in the uh, the concentric chart there. but And, and so um, how does the provider obtain the information? I guess you're like data as a service. Is it a separate standalone resource or is it integrated with EHRs? How does it work? Yeah, good, good, good ask. Uh, the, the, the beauty of our platform in this con- 
uh, context, Jim, is that we are, first of all, we're not dependent on the EMR or the net, a network of EMRs or what I'll call disparate care systems uh, for any of our data or information. So we don't have a dependency on any of those networks of, of systems, if you will. Uh, the reason we don't is that there are much larger uh, aggregate systems that we have access to that give us uh, access to about 300 million uh, patient lives uh, in the U.S. today. So we have none of those dependencies. And the other beauty part is, is that they are operate in real time so that we can get up to the minute, up to, to the proximity of the time a patient comes to the doctor, what happened just yesterday or the day before yesterday that they may not be aware of and what you were pointing out, Jim, that if they're not familiar with it, then they, the patient in many cases would not be offering uh, to close that gap. So what our information is, is timely, it's speedy, right to the point when the doctor comes in and sees the patient. Um, so our access points are all uh, connected through APIs uh, to our platform, um, and therefore it's a very expeditious, it's real-time connectivity. Uh, we can use the EMR, so if there's an integration request for the EMR, we absolutely can provide that integration to the EMR platform or other uh, uh, platform, and many providers like to use ours with, uh, with their telehealth platform. Uh, so that's also a, a rapidly advancing mechanism for uh, data and information. So we are uh, connecting to many of the uh, uh, telehealth platforms today. Uh, so if a patient is remote, that you're not handicapped by not having access to other systems. We provide what you need to see on that patient from the view of their behavioral health, from the view of their social determinants and their prescription information. And again, it's not about just the data and your point of data as a service. We're more insights as a service because we are not just delivering the data. We're delivering what you should understand about that data, the context of that data, how the data plays from one to the other, meaning that if the patient has multiple prescriptions, chronic medications for a condition, but what's going on in their life and what's going on with their behavioral layer also affects what drugs they're taking. As we know, drugs have side effects and that could be very important uh, to what's going on or why a patient's behaving a certain way. Rather than prescribing another drug automatically to counter that, if the providers know that there's a relationship and a context relationship because of what they're taking is causing something else, that gives them the insights they need to treat that patient better and more effectively, especially if they're under a value-based contract where that's gonna matter and value-based contracts are gonna be important. And that's how we can support that as well. To our audience, if you just joined this episode, I'm Jim Tate and you're listening to the Tate Chronicles. I'm speaking with Todd Hardman of Health Connects. You know, um, let's talk a little bit, Todd, about some of the use cases. I imagine, um, uh, telehealth or, you, you know, there are quite a few insurance companies that have telehealth set up. So uh, if you uh, take advantage of a telehealth visit, you may actually uh, be communicating with a provider that doesn't know you, has never seen you. Uh, and so the more information that could be provided, I would think that'd be a, a great type of use case for the uh, type of information you're providing. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. In, in many cases, telehealth providers don't have any background of substance on the patient. 
we can give them the right information, the insights that we provide on that patient. Uh, literally, if the patient comes in the door and they have within even five minutes, two minutes before they see the doctor, they can complete a digital uh, emotional download vehicle on their behavioral thoughts right there. And that gives them a huge set of insights. And of the same amount of time, we can they can download their information on their prescription insights and their social insights. Now the uh, provider's really armed with what he needs to have a great conversation in order to really understand why that patient is there today and what's troubling them. And in terms of use cases, uh, Jim, we're tackling some of the more uh, point and uh, expensive uh, use cases such as medication adherence and therapy to complex medication regimens uh, and population health, for example, and their management of chronic diseases where our, uh, our mechanism of insights to that point of intervention provides the, the care organization with getting ahead of the risk rather than wait for somebody to have a problem, an adverse event or some other uh, expensive th uh, issue that we can see that trend coming before uh, it happens. And therefore that gives them the ability to mitigate that risk and save naturally the, uh, the cost of such care in an overall care management venue. So there are multiple ways that our data and insights as a service uh, works well. Most health systems today and in the, the systems of care that they operate are using such platforms as ours, but they're using these platforms for those uh, specific use cases. Our platform is not competing with them. Our platform is a complementary set of data that fits mm -hmm. inside it, those platforms and gives them the ability to be more competitive, to provide better insights to their customers. Todd, I'm curious about your delivery model. So is this delivering it, every information on all the patients I might be seeing today or, or, or can I, if I know my patient well, uh, or, or if it's totally new patient, can I do this on a kind of a encounter by encounter or patient by patient basis? That's, yeah, that's an interesting question. And yes, we can we can flex uh, this model either way. So if you know your patient's coming in and you know your patient, you have a history, uh, we can be part of your um, scheduling, if you will. So as you schedule the patient, you have a confirmed appointment, you can then request the information at that time and have that information ready when the patient walks in the door. Um, if you don't have that schedule or if it's an impromptu or a telehealth mm -hmm. visit where you don't have that, well, you can request it at the time you know you're going to see that patient and literally in seconds, it's back in your hands. So you're not handicapped by not having the information. The key tenet of our platform is about being actionable and timely. And that's what we solve at the outset. I would think uh, in different use cases, uh, telehealth or, you know, uh, emergency uh, department, if somebody presents to the ED, you want every piece of information you can scrounge up from any place <laughs> as you move through the decision tree of figuring out what to do and what's going on. Yeah, the, the ED department certainly a, a, an environment where we thrive uh, because of that exact scenario that you don't know what's coming in the door next. Uh, it's very fast. It's very intensive for all the reasons. So, so we give that provider at a urgent care or an, an uh, emergency care environment that uh, comfort and that zone of confidence. Mm. That they've removed a lot of risk because there's an area where they have to make a lot of big decisions very fast. 
Um, and what we can do is mitigate additional risk that they wouldn't know otherwise and give them a better position to treat that patient to a better outcome. And that's a great use case for us as well. Are your um, customers typically pro provider entities or are they uh, like accountable care organizations? I, I can see the value uh, for people who are at risk, you know, entities like, you know, Medicare Advantage, folks like that. Um, uh, who are your customers? That's great. It's a great uh, question on, on, on that side. So our customers really come cut across the spectrum. Uh, so we have platforms that are doing services today for medication adherence and medication therapy and population health and other analytics. Uh, and they're running deep analytics for population care management. Uh, so we support those platforms within, again, we're a data and insights service within those platforms to provide them the unique insights that we do. And then other use cases are actual systems of care, uh, provider organizations where they're treating patients walking in and out all day. Uh, and then there are telehealth providers who are looking at uh, patients remotely because they don't have access to transportation to get to a facility. And thereby we are a unique fit in that environment, especially for rural care environments, um, needing to get patients help in a timely way. So we have the ability to be pliable. Um, and again, as an insights, as a service, we don't have the limitations of other uh, platforms. We are a unique platform that gives providers what they need to have when they really need to have it. It breaks down all the concerns of barriers and who's connected to who and where's this coming from. We've taken care of all that. That's what I've done in my career. I know how to do this work and that we're just excited to be here at a time when the system of care today really does need to have actionable insights uh, when they're needed. Todd, it's time for us to take a look in the crystal ball here. Uh, uh, looking forward, um, I, I'd like to hear comments about potential new insights that can be gained from existing data. Uh, and this it may be in the direction that you're headed, but some of the things that occur to me is, you know, for social determinants of health, a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, demographics, uh, age, gender, ethnicity, uh, sexual identification, uh, as well as uh, zip codes, things like that. All that's all that is, is kind of data, you know, that social determinants uh, of health aspects of things. Um, but then there's clinical stuff, like maybe I have a diagnosis of a patient uh, who has hypertension, but they're controlled. But I don't really know how hard it's, you know, if they're brittle or if they're diabetic and brittle, if they go in and out of control, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, really just beyond the scope even of your application, I'd just like to hear your thoughts about what may be ahead as we get further along and bringing this uh, insight into the total patient. That's a that's a, a, a challenging point. Um, yes. It's very, yeah. but it's very apropos. Uh, the fact is that we we know that we're at the tip of a of a large discovery of insights. What we have started with, or we what we do know, are the three most prevalent modifiable determinants of health for every single patient. And we know that when we started with that, uh, based on the fact that behavioral, social and prescription information make up 90% of every person's 
uh, who's treat you know who, who's available mm-hmm. to to healthcare has the those determinants, and we can help uh, address those determinants through our insights. Now, those are the those are the top three. Now, on the outside of this are rapidly emerging insights and in the impact of things like sleep, the obvious yes. impact of nutrition. Um, and and the mm. others, and so there's not. I don't think there's a there's a marker anymore about what. It's all about the technologies that allow us to connect, and to meaningfully push those to the point of care. Today, there's lots of biometric measurements and lots of electronic measurements for all kinds of patient uh, conditions, uh, and those are all all helpful. The the challenge that that I have is always making sure that it's meaningful and actionable when the patient shows up at the doctor. That's what the doctors care about, and that's what most patients care about is so they can be healthy. And certainly in a value-based care environment, they're going to be important. So we know that the three today, the behavioral, the social, the prescription, are the linchpin, but we are right on the curve of being able to start to access sleep information, which clearly mm. defines the functional wellness of a lot of folks and everybody. Adults is nowadays more than children need great sleep quality in order to function well and to manage their health well. And at the same time, nutritional uh, habits also play a huge role. And yeah. so we want to make sure that we can provide those types of guide guideposts as well. You know, those are almost like the new vital signs, aren't they? It's a great point. That's a great point. And we look at this as a vital sign uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. If you spend if you spend 60 seconds, 90 seconds, two minutes getting the vital signs of your patient that are traditional, why would you want to not know these vital signs that takes no exactly. more time to get? It's exactly right. Sure. Todd, before we totally run out of time, how can folks find out more about the work that's being done at Health Connects? So thanks. Uh, yeah, we'd love for folks to come to healthconnects, uh, healthconnects.com. Uh, healthconnects is C-O-N-N-E-X-X. We put two N's and two X's for the reasons of a lot of uniqueness in our platform. But healthconnects.com would get you uh, started. And if you have any other questions from there, uh, the the uh, uh, submission page on that, you can find uh, anyone else in the organization to help you know more as you need it. To our audience, uh, we'd like to thank you for joining uh, us on this episode of Tech Chronicles. And, of course, I offer a special salute to my guest today, Todd Hardman of Health Connects. Todd, thanks for coming aboard today. It's been my pleasure, Jim. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. You can find more information on this show's program page at healthcarenowradio.com. Until we meet again, here's wishing you smooth sailing and safe harbors. Tate Chronicles transmission ending now.